What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Ben, you you on mute, man. <laughs> welcome to welcome to another episode of Clickbaity Political Thirst Trap. I am one of your three hosts, Marcus Farrell, and I'm joined by my dog Mondale Robinson. How you doing, bro? What's good? What's good? Motherfucking this goddamn streamyard chat make me feel tight as a motherfucker. I be looking at myself like, damn, yo. Like, hold on, hold on. Well, one two, one two. Maybe, you, yeah. I hear you, man. Maybe we work it out like, uh uh-uh, uh, that's not it. You, <laughs> oh, that, ain't, that ain't it at all. <laughs> that ain't it at all. There we, we go. Oh. You like that right there? Do you feel better right now, my dad? Like, I feel like I was being smushed. Let me. <laughs> you needed some space. I'm like, yeah. moon, ain't moon. We need room to breathe, baby. We need a little space. Yeah, we can hear you, baby. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, we we can hear you. Like, I'm, okay. And we're, also, and we're also joined by uh, uh, my brother from another mother. Ben Dixon, how you doing tonight? I am doing good. What to do, fellas? I got my old man nap. Yeah. <laughs> you dress like a guy. You dress like a black version of uh, Mr. Rogers, Mr. right? Rogers, now. baby. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Would you be my neighbor? Hey, listen. That's that's how the billionaires dress, right? The hey, billionaires would be telling Rogers. Which billionaires? The ones that the tell one, uh, Wall the ones Street. that get. The- yeah, yeah, <laughs> the yeah. ones that tell Robin Hood to shut down because they losing money. Yeah, uh, they got the wrong kind of. They need a new breed of billionaire, bro. bro what they did they, was what they did was crazy. they they fucked around and got they gonna fuck around and cause Robin Hood money because people gonna sue them. Oh well, my God, well, yeah. well, you, the, can't, they, you can't you can't just people you can't invite people to trade stock and then and they they apply trading. by rules and then suspend trading because your people because people calling you. It's that uh, fam. Come on, man, uh, fam. Nah, I, you, you know what I am mad about? Mm. I'm mad about last month when I ain't buy game when I ain't buy GameStop <laughs> at seventeen dollars. If you just spent ten thousand, you would have you would have made two hundred and ninety four thousand dollars if you sold today, and when it was, when it was peaking at five hundred. Damn, I, I I have a lot of insight, foresight. Man, I just did not see this coming. I if I wish, I wish I could because man, I we could a, just we could. I had about a hundred dollars at GameStop already for from a long time ago, just because I'm a gamer. But I, you know, uh, I made a little. Mo- I, I made a little money, and the bad part about it is when I wanted to cash out, you couldn't. I couldn't, and I was like, "Oh, okay." So Robinhood, y'all are um. So Robinhood let, wouldn't let people cash out. So they just they just. So here's the thing: public pressure is a is a bitch, and you got to understand something. Robinhood wants to be publicly traded themselves, right? So when you want to be when you well when you want to be publicly traded, you have to go to some of the same people who are losing money right now and say, hey, listen, you know, and of course they got the phone calls. They 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 be capping, and that's why they opened back up so fast. So Robin Hood put out put out yeah, some of the traders, some of the people on their site literally sued their ass immediately. Yeah, no, there there was a class, there was a couple class action lawsuits filed in New York. They should have. And 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 what happened was Robin Hood, I just I just checked my app a couple of minutes ago and Robin Hood went ahead and was like, uh all right, yeah, you know, um we're gonna allow y'all to trade some of these stocks again. Uh, well, they only, so, they're not opening up to everybody. It's only be a limited group of people. So no I mean, it's not a limited group of people it's a limited amount of t- trading you can do. 
That's so they're going to let everybody right. get involved. Right. But, okay. So yeah. they got to open up to a limited group. Okay. So they slid that in there. They can control the cap on trading on their app. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, okay. and I mean, it, it's, it's, it's still bullshit. It's, it's un American. It's still bullshit. Uh, yeah. It's, no, it's, 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 it's 100% American. It's, well, it's, it's completely American, but it's, it's damn near. Like, first off, that's, that's, if that's not market manipulation, then I don't know right. what else is. This right. Is that not, is the that, ultimate. This is not even capitalism at this point. Right. right. This is all this is damn near what they think is a, a command economy because they're intervening on behalf of the billionaires at the expense of all the people. Man, look, they're really showing their hands. Right? They're showing look. their ass, but they're showing their ass against like this is last last month or earlier this month. It's still January, isn't it? Earlier it this is. month, you had white supremacists march up the steps of the White House. I mean, of, of the Capitol. Right. And 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 they it, it was white supremacy versus the military industrial complex before the end of the month was even over you had wall street versus gamers and it's like just every iteration of whiteness i mean no get me wrong there's plenty of black people and other people who who game but i'm saying like wall street they really picked the wrong fight because they're going to create a divide in that entire libertarian branch of the Republican Party and of the conservative ideology who have always stood on the side of capitalism. But now Robin Hood and all the rest of them are showing that they didn't never really gave a shit about capitalism in the first place. What they gave a oh. shit about was controlling and getting everybody's money. Well, let's look at lies in the power of the people. Let's look at listen, let's, listen. Let's look at who has 2021. Who, go ahead, Marcus. Yeah, let's look at who has. Let's look at who trades. Mm -hmm. That's all you have to do. Like, let's look at who who downloads the Robin Hood app. That shit is the most bipartisan product possible ever possibly made. Mm -hmm. and, and you got the poorest trailer park white folks and poor white folks and, and some of the wealthiest black folks all on Robin Hood real quick. Mm -hmm. uh, what I my push, not even push back to your statement, but my I think that they're just creating a coalition that they didn't expect to create out of out of out of doing this and that's like a real legitimate conversation about wall street versus the people versus, versus the, the people, people you right. know so so i mean and shout out to cash app who tr who tried cash app so ratchet tried all day long to keep them trades going so mm -hmm. uh if if mm -hmm. when amc went down on all the other apps you could still go over to cash you, app you, see the, you see the corporations versus the corporations here this is really good. Like this is the future of capitalism in, in this world, right? If we can't, if we can't throw this thing over, I don't want to say it the other way, but if we can't fix this thing through the streets, then these corp, you know, people are going to have to have activism through corporations, activism through collective action on wall street. This is, I think this is a model that we can consistently fight back against wall street. If they don't shut it down, that is. And then we got to find some other way. You got it, my dog. Oh, I, I, I think y'all covered it pretty damn well. Okay. <laughs> uh, before we go too far on our show, we would like to uh, uh, give our condolences yeah. to the family of Cicely, family and friends of Cicely Tyson uh, and fans of Cicely Tyson. Uh, Mother Cicely, ancestor Cicely passed away uh, tonight at the age of 94. Was it 94? 96. 96, 96 years old. Um, you know, uh, just one, just um, you know, when it comes down to representing regal blackness uh, and um, just, you know, just an amazing character in herself with, without without even being on screen. But when she was on screen, like every single role that she played made it was so believable to me because she captured the essence of what a black woman was in whatever role that she played, even if she wasn't um, even if like just in every role. So, you know, 
Um, rest in peace, uh, yeah. Tyson. Y'all have any favorite movies from her? Anything Sounder. Anything she was in, man. She brought a grace and an elegance and a just a just being there. She was so dynamically brilliant. Just a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, Sounder. I mean, Sounder was that. Sounder was your was your favorite. I, I there was there's a made for TV movie that I can't think. Oh, of. most of her movies were made for TV. That's yeah. what, that's what I've been claiming for. But part of that is because I mean, I just I just let me let me let me get myself together. Um, I, I, the coolest thing about, I, I like people to get it out the mud and I feel like she got it out the mud. Um, and what I mean by that is, uh, she started making movies in the fifties and then sat out the sixties. She didn't put out one movie in the sixties cause she wouldn't do black exploitation and shit. She just said, not me. And then she didn't come back until the seventies with Sounder. And I think that's like that, like the growth of her out of, outside of Hollywood, um, uh, in the entire sixties. And to have that much like self-discipline to say, this is this not how I see blackness and I'm not gonna participate, is pretty dope to me. So I, I I like people that ain't that ain't to knock people that did make movies doing, uh, but I like people that that has a line and don't cross that line. Mm. Um, that that to me is what I call anger, like righteous indignation. And she showed up that way, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, Miss Jane Pittman. Um, was the was the piece but i mean she even had some 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 comedic roles and she like she she had a dynamic career man she did the, she did the comedian actually the movie called the comedian yeah she yeah, yeah. She, she did some some pretty uh and and she also did a movie with, with richard Pryor, right am i am i off here I, she did a movie with a very so like, many movies yeah. she did um she did yeah, she man, did she, like one of her one of her first uh movies was with sydney portier's movie yeah. she he it was he it was his one it was his first movie he directed i can't remember the name of that one um but i mean she was everywhere man she did uh what is it 12 angry men or 12 and then she did the last angry man after she did she she was everywhere and then she just stopped like in the 60s like i said she's like I'm, I'm out and then and then she did she you know she she won most of her awards from <laughs> look tv at, roles look at i black mean guy. i black. mean as an outcast fan she was an idol wow she yeah. was yeah, she was, was an I she was yeah. an idol wow. Uh you know, played played the mother and idol. I'm going through her mother's family reunion. Why did I get married to a diary of a mad black woman? She did everything with Tyler Perry. <laughs> hoodlum, yeah. hoodlum, busting loose. She was in that's the movie with Richard Pryor. But that's the movie with Richard Pryor. She was in Busting Loose. Uh the Bluebird, Sounder, of course, the comedian, yeah. a man called Adam. And her first movie was uh Carib Gold, where she played Dottie. Wait, what was her first movie? Uh Carib Gold in 1956. Nah. Yeah. Nah, she had movies before 56, bro. Uh that's her film, her official filmography says 56. So I mean, if you if you know of something else, you can bring it up. Um shit, my brain's hurt. Might be right. I'm looking at Black Sky Blue Days say, even in them horrible tire Tyler Perry films. Yeah. She brought <laughs> Kimberlyn, Kimberlyn says she made us take Tyler seriously. <laughs> wow. Yeah. If you need Tyler Perry, if you need Cicely Tyson to make us take you seriously, then I don't know about your brand of work, but but that's neither here nor there. No, shout out to brother. Uh, shout out to brother Tyler for putting her in in movies and keeping it going. So, you know, we could, we could you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I mean, ever since I saw the Boondocks version of his parties, I can't oh, necessarily. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard for me to take. It's hard not to roast that dude, bro. <laughs> <It's>... 
Because I'm thinking we're in Atlanta. We got two shows based in Atlanta. These shit's about to pop. You know, we keep it friendly, but it's hard to talk yeah, about. We got, we, yeah. Not to talk about we, his work. We're going to mess around and run into I don't, him. I don't, talk, I don't talk about Tyler Perry. Yeah, we're going to mess yeah. around and run into him after that. That's, that's uh, what's going to that's gonna make my mama ass, stop bro. watching our show. His is tall ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He tall than you, Marcus, right? Yeah. Is he 6'7"? Something ridiculous. Oh, he's tall, goofy ass. <laughs> oh, I also, uh, my cousin, my cousin, I like Tyler Perry, Ma. My, my, my cousin says, uh, Cicely was married to uh, 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 Miles Davis. That's why oh. I stopped listening to Miles Davis. He used to beat, he used to beat the shit out of her. That's why I stopped oh, fucking with his music. Man, he was I super trash to her. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, the dude was a, a genius, but he used to, yo, he was, he's fucking, I had not known yeah, that's why, I, that's why, yeah, Thelonious Monk. Listen yeah. to Thelonious Monk. That boy from Rocky Mountain, North Carolina, anyway. What's the name yeah. of my trumpet player who just passed away like a year ago? I, I used to know his name. R Roy Hargrove. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't know he died. Yeah, when? man. He died like a year ago, bro. I was sitting in the car and it came across the radio. Damn. Messed me up, man. You well, just, let's put talking about trumpet players that 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 yeah. dropped let's put, let's put some bubble wrap around Roy Ayers because I need sunshine. I need my life, my life. Mm. I need that. Keep going, Sorry. man. Oh, but I mean, we, I mean, but we gotta say, you know, 96 years old, she lived a, a fulfilled oh. life, yeah, man. Uh, indeed, no, indeed, actually, all right. Indeed. So, shout out to a shout out to uh, one of our newest ancestors, um, uh, and and uh, maybe we can find some clips of her sometime soon and just play one or two scenes. I probably should have brought it up. Yeah. Um, but we have a um, so so tonight we're gonna bring on uh, we got a, a special guest tonight. I wanted to um, me, go ahead, let me, up, let me give an update real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, uh, so shout out to every motherfucking body that signed that petition, shared that post, um, about uh, Christopher Lynch. Mm. Not that, not that we're gonna stop pressuring, but uh, we were able to through pressure. Uh, with Alyssa Milano and and the other superstars and 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 then local media catching wind of it, we were able to pressure people. There's two investigations happening right now. Uh, one of the incident that happened been investigated by two organizations in the SBI in North Carolina and and also of course the internal investigation, which we don't really give a damn about because it probably ain't gonna show nothing. Uh, but then there's also uh, Dr. Spearman, Anthony Spearman, who was able to meet with the Attorney General. Uh, today, who's my mentor and also the president of North Carolina NAACP and actually ensued that there's going to be also an investigation of this officer and his actions, not just in this case, but in general, because like I told you all, there was some other shit surrounding him. So uh, undoubtedly, uh, we are about to see some progress happening and it ain't, and it ain't take long already two investigations happening. Um, so by two different organizations in the state of North Carolina for what happened to Christopher Lynch. So we need to let everybody know that, you know, we need to continue to work in this manner. Everybody gets together and we, we crowdsource justice because they're not going to give it to us. So shout out to everybody who, who had a role in that. Yeah. Thank you, Mondell, for the update. Thanks, everybody. Um, I also want to bring up two other situations before we bring on our guests for tonight. Uh, um, Chad Wheeler of the of the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Um, uh, lineman for Seattle Seahawks beat his girlfriend halfway to death. 
Uh, and I, I and I'm not gonna post the pictures because we're not posting that. Trial, yeah. But, but this is a uh, this. But this is you know a white lineman with a black girlfriend, who uh, and the NFL hasn't said shit about it yet. So no, they. they I mean, they, 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 they put they? out a statement. Yeah, they put out a statement. But it, it's not enough though. Let me tell you what the difference is. This white boy, and also the quarterback from the Steelers. What's his name, Mike? I mean, Marcus. Oh, Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Two two. Two women, two summers back to back in it, like, like what, seven, eight years ago? Yeah. That he raped them, and they, nothing happened to that boy. Nothing happened. He too good. This guy, with his this song. guy, looks at this guy literally. This guy literally, listen to what I'm about to tell y'all. And I don't know, in North Carolina, you hit a woman, it's mandatory 48 hours. That's for the woman's safety. You have to stay locked down for 48 hours. That white boy did less than Marcus, less than 10 hours in jail, bro. Mm. Yeah. Less yeah. than 10 fucking hours in jail. Mm. So, I mean, I'm going to say like this right here. Like, I know you're a big, I know you're a big, I know you're a big NFL lineman, man. But, you know, if I was a family member, y'all, they might be they, having, to, they might be having to have a funeral for somebody right now. See, the Seahawks might be having a memorial right now with, with, with that shit. Cause that's, that's, an, I'm not condoning violence, but, you know, we got to no. step it up. We got to protect our, well, we got to protect our women. We got to protect our people, man. Straight up. In because general, I, that's, in general. That, that's just, that's just and if you yeah. see something, say something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Dude, was, he, he beat her so bad it was federal. Look, he killed her, and she came back to life. And he he was like, "Oh, you still alive?" Yeah, yeah. He said he he said he, Dude, he actually said, "I can't believe you still you still I alive." You still alive? They they literally said she had capillaries busted out around her neck. His all ten of his fingerprints. Where, like on her neck. That's how hard he was choking. And this, and this is an NFL lineman. Like this is one of the right. peak athletes. Right. At the peak, at the peak of his strength and physical ability, he's a, you know he's a he's a lineman for the NFL. And these guys can you know push cars around and shit like that. So uh, we need to see some accountability with that. I also wanted to say that if you see something, say something. There is a video of a, of this uh, guest short person. On a subway in New York, uh, dressed up like Chucky, harassing this. Uh, oh no, that ain't The ha harassing this rider and um, this female rider. Oh man! And I mean, this is he's a tiny little dude, and he's like pushing. He's trying to pull the purse from this woman. And um, I, I'm if, not if sure. If sit, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to be <laughs> laughing about. This. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I you would think the shit was funny, but the problem is, is nah, that you, like, somebody should have somebody should have popped that dude in the back of the head, like you know. You, you, Wait, you got video of this, Marcus? I, yeah, I got video of it. Y'all can go find it online. I'm not again. I, I'm I'm starting. I'm stop. I'm not being triggered by bullshit. Okay, so so it was like a, a, a outright. It, it was it was an outright harassment. Okay, right. You know okay. what I mean. And luckily, some because guy your description, was, your description was about to make me crack the fuck up. Oh no, it, my description was absolutely real. It was a short dude dressed up like Chucky. I'm gonna say it again. I don't. I don't. I don't know if people heard it. Oh, there are young black boys sitting in jail. Mm. Sitting in jail in Selma, Alabama, mm. that have been in jail for six years, not been convicted of anything. This guy beat this woman almost to the point she lost her life, mm. and spent less than eight hours, less than ten hours in jail. Yeah. So, and the last one, America. Is, Don't the talk last to me one about is before we. The last <laughs> one is before we bring out bring in our guest. Uh, uh, is. Uh, Disturbing video, as everyone saw outside of uh, Osceola County, Florida, the school resource officer who slammed and slammed a young black girl until she was and she was unconscious. 
and we've talked about it in both of our shows before, but but the reaction from uh, the uh, Osceola County Sheriff's Department is what is the most troubling thing from from me. Uh, there's no converse, There's no statement about accountability. There's no conversation about putting this person on leave or firing this person or at, at minimum, he should be arrested in my mind. Right. right. But, um, uh, you know, we got to figure out a better way because these SROs, these school resource officers in our schools are not necessarily oh, doing. We, no, we need no officers in school. There should be no officers. Let me tell you, change that comment, please. <laughs> yeah, I am. Um, story. No, no, I, I don't want to because I want to whoop their ass. That's mm-hmm. I, I, I want to. I want to whoop all their asses. So, Jackson, uh, you, 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 you know Jacksonville. You did a lot of work in Jacksonville. There's a school in a whole uh, lot of Jacksonville. Uh, yeah, uh, what was it? Was the governor the, the mayor you helped get elected? I can never remember his mayor name. Mayor Alvin Brown. Alvin Brown. So hold yeah. on a second. Let me let me let me uh, real quick. I I I think this this. Uh, let me let me catch everybody up. Mm-hmm. This is clickbaity. <laughs> we don't have we don't have moderators in the chat. Infinite content is the moderator in the chat. Ain't no moderators in the chat, bro. Like we go live, we go live, we go live. You catch up when you catch up, fam. If you got that ability, come on now. You you come on. If you if you've been with us for a while now, you gotta know this, bro. Who that you gotta know this? Infinite content is the moderator his goddamn self. I made him a moderator to get all the rec- reckless trolls out of here. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm gonna say it again. <laughs> This is clickbaity at night. Moderate, act accordingly. Because your ass, at any given moment, including you, infinite content with your smart ass, can be on the other end of this finger. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, man. I can't really even finish the story. My, my, uh, I guess, excuse me, my, my, my throat is, is killing me. But um, I, the, I saw, I was teaching at a school in downtown Jacksonville. Uh, it, was a, it was a dropout prevention program. Um, I can't even remember the name of it. Um, but anyway, um, I was there and I'm looking out the window and I see one uh, an officer, a resource officer, uh, slam a student up against the wall and smack him. And and I had I like, what am I supposed to do? I got this room full of kids. So I just left my student, my room full of kids, and I went down there and I'm like, what the fuck? And like, what do you do? What do you do? You, how do you snitch on a cop? Did you go to the cops? And say, well, I did. I went to cop. I'm like, look, this. I filed a report. I'm like, hey, this dude assaulted a child. And they opened an internal investigation, but by the time I don't know, I don't even know how the story ended because I ended up moving, getting out of there because shit was just so wild in that in that particular city. But but anyway, I digress. The point is, no cops need to be in schools because they Period. are abusers. They are abusers. We need no. We need no cops. Yeah. 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 Um. So with that being said, I want to give a I want to give an amazing an amazing shout out to our next guest. I'm hey. honored to have uh, Miss Brianna Westbrook, uh, my sister from another mother out in uh, out in Arizona. Brianna and I actually were were uh, trail mates uh, and ran for office at the same time out in out in Arizona. Uh, Brianna, you know, I, um, I'm not going to I brought you on the show because like you actually watched the show and you uh, you are always an interesting conversation, interesting interview. You have Mondale ties because you were endorsed by uh, Democracy for America. I, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you and, and you and I like mutually endorsed each other when we ran for office out there. 
uh, fierce advocate for progressive politics, fierce advocates for the transgender community, fierce advocate for all things that are right. So, you know, uh, just welcome to the show and, and tell tell our folks a little bit about yourself, sis. Um, well, thank you for having me on the on the show tonight. Um, thank you for all the folks tuning in. Um, my name is Brianna Westbrook. I'm unapologetic champion for a social and equitable um, society where everybody can live a full life of dignity um, and have access to basic necessities and be able to to live a a, a healthy life. Um, live out here in Arizona. It's a myth that we're some sort of moderate land, uh, but progressive values are strong out here in Arizona. Um, grew up in severe poverty, didn't start taking an action into politics until 2010 when I spoke before the Phoenix City Council in support of a city ordinance to extend uh, protections for people with disabilities and LGBTQ people in public accommodations. Um, ever since that moment, um, I felt at home and this is where I belong and I love helping people and inspiring new leaders and uh, taking on the establishment. Mm. That's that's what's up. So uh, I'm gonna talk to you about Arizona, man. What's up? What's up with this lady, Cinema, man? Like she tripping? Like just like just go ahead, like just go ahead and give me the lowdown. You know, she used to be a representative of my district, LD24, at one time back in the day, and now she's a U.S. Uh, senator. So you know, you never know where you can you can come from. But her actions, when it comes down to the conversations that she's having around the filibuster, is, is one of the main reasons why I wanted to bring you out here because I saw you be pretty public about your your senators actually not trying to do the right thing so give me a viewpoint on them real quick like how, how you feeling what should you do and when you plan on primary <laughs> um, we shall see what happens um i am disappointed in our arizona senators um both of them um kelly has been a little bit better than cinema but cinema ever since we elected her um she has uh more or less been a republican um with a d next to her name she voted to um confirm Barr. Um, she voted to roll back Dodd-Frank um, banking regulations um, that were put in place after the recession. Um, they both voted um, for the military budget, um, and both Arizona senators also voted for arms sales to Saudi Arabia, which actually Biden came out yesterday um, and, and blocked those arms sales, but they voted for those. Um, I'm very vocal about it because that's our job. I don't care who's in office. I'm going to be vocal about the things that you said and how you vote. I'm not going to give you a pass just simply because you have a D next to your name. Mm. Um, I want you to champion, you know, the issues that you said that you were going to champion and do it unapologetically. So, so is uh, so is Arizona a blue state, a purple state, or a red state? Let's be real. Well, it depends on how you're looking at it. I would call it actually a, a red state still. Um, we lost all of our local races, all in Maricopa County. That's the fourth largest county in the United States. Um, there was some real um, implications, um, particularly at the Maricopa County attorney race. Um, uh, the incumbent, she won re-election um, and she let an officer off the hook that murdered somebody right off the 101. Um, so, you know, there's just a few thousand votes um, that could have been picked up you know, had the Democratic Party actually spent some time in red districts and liberal districts turning out um, low propensity voters. Mm, that's right. So so I'm um, I was th I was thinking to myself because we've had plenty of conversations about like um, when it comes down to like like what the demographics of Arizona looks like and how. Uh, historically underfunded uh, talking to 
uh, the least of us out there, black folks, brown folks, you know, poor folks, and how the party is shaping up. But there was some big shakeups in the in the Arizona Democratic Party, man. There was some. You want to talk? You want to talk about like you want to talk about how how AZ's Democratic Party the damn near turned into a uh, to a Shea Guevara uh, convention. <laughs> Well, we've been doing a hell of a job, you know, um, educating people on the importance of joining the party structure um, and how easy it is to enter the Arizona Democratic Party, unlike states like New York, where it's a little bit more competitive. Here, there's a lot of open precinct committee positions, which means you can become a PC, which is the lowest level for your voting precinct. You're like the block captain, just simply by signing a paper because there's so many empty slots. There was over 2,200 in 2018. Um, we were able to pick up and get a few more folks in um, for 2020. Um, but these are important positions. And for the last two years, I've been heavily recruiting folks. I've had about 60, 60 to 65 um, lefties enter the party. Um, and at our reorg meeting, you know, we completely um, voted in. I'd say about 80% of our board are unapologetic progressives. Um, and we even elected one Yang ganger um, to secretary. Yeah, Ra and Rachel is the is the chair out there right now, Rachel Turan. Right. That's uh, I mean, you know, that woman right there is like, you know, as progressive as it gets, state representative holding it down. And somehow I just don't understand how like the moderates must have ran like too many people because I always thought that party would never have a progressive as the chair of the party out there. But they do. Well, you know, one of the reasons how we how we made this happen is, you know, this is like ranked choice voting. Um, we made sure to recruit enough candidates for these positions that we got some of our winners in there. Um, so our top three positions, um, two of which are DNC, you know, Raquel, um, she was born out of the fire of SB 1070, fierce activist um, out here is now the chair of the party. We have an activist, an organizer as chair, um, which is a first because usually we have an opportunist that's basically trying to keep their name relevant so they could run for office. Um, look out for the former chair to run for something because I imagine that she's going to. Um, <laughs> but our Felicia Rodolini. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, I got one last question for you. Then I'm gonna pass it to the fellas. Uh, uh, and the question is simple: Y'all found that crazy girl that was up in the Capitol yet? That's always be harassing Democrats. You know what I'm talking about? What's uh, her name? Which one? We <laughs> have so many. The, um, the, the one that the one that the guy in the green shirt in Tucson laughed at that became a meme. She said that she wasn't there according to her social media, but I'll say that gal behind the desk with that red hat on, smoking that vape, looking just like Jennifer. Um. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, I mean, I want to I want to say that I, that woman is a problem because she at the time I was married, she was harassing my wife. She harassed my campaign personally. What's her whole name? I want to say what's her whole name so we can say it. Jennifer Harrison. Thank you very, thank you very much, Jennifer Harrison. You need to be in jail. We saw you behind that desk, girl. Uh, I'm gonna pass it over to Ben. Ben, you got some questions for? Uh, yeah, for yeah, and, and and I'm gonna make it quick, Marcus. If you don't mind, check the check the chat. Uh, Brianna, first of all, thank you for coming on. Um, definitely a fan and supporter of your work. Um, I I can't really say a whole lot because my throat is killing me. But I have a real simple question for you. What what are your thoughts on what were your thoughts on force the vote? <laughs> oh, good topic. Um, good topic. Um, we're still talking about that, um, which is good. I, in my opinion, I think the 
and I'm probably going to get some flack um, in your chat, but I think the, the, the force of vote was important for about two weeks, then it should have stopped. Um, I believe agitation is important for, for it, but I don't see the end game, and I actually don't see us winning anything with that whole... Uh, it, it turned into personal attacks, and it got off the issues. Um, and I feel like there's one thing that gets left out of the conversation, and I believe you touched on it a little bit, um, is the monetization of like YouTube channels and clicks and people are doing stuff just solely for the, the purpose of reactions and subscribers. Um, and I think that gets really cloudy. Um, and I think that really did a lot of damage. And I think we, we uh, I'm, I wasn't a fan of it, more or less. Mondale, you got any uh, questions for our sister uh, Westbrook? Uh, not really. What's up, champ? <laughs> not much just watching uh just redditors take down wall street today um which was Man, uh, right, right. <laughs> let, let me let me uh let me um i mean i i it, we, we can uh we could talk about um and i don't know if we were on the same side i know you i know uh we had some progressives against it but i was for and did work for uh you know the medical mar i mean the marijuana passing in uh arizona uh, the ballot initiative where'd you fall on that thing um, I, I fell in support of it because I felt yeah. like it was a good framework to build from. Exactly. That was that was my thing. I think I think sometimes we sometimes lose the sight because we're looking for perfection, mm -hmm. and then and then we're we're not getting any any progress. And I think anything that lowers the interaction with our communities uh, and police officers is a is a net good. So that's why I was at on it. And I, I think you know I, I I I long I listen. I spent a year of my life when I was in the Marine Corps in Yuma, Arizona. So. Uh, I, I always knew that there was a ability, the ability to elect progressive folk out there. I just knew that the way the Democratic Party was supporting candidates was never going to be the way to do that. So uh, I, I hope you I hope you challenge cinema. <laughs> well, she's up in 2024. Um, mm -hmm. We shall see. Right. Kelly's up in 2022. Yeah. If it uh, well, Monday, would you expand on what that what that bill was? It was 203, right? 207. What are we talking about? To the weed bill, yeah, it's yeah proposition Prop two hundred seven. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was folks for and against it. Um, yeah, my thing is this right here. My thing is, if you can keep people out of jail, and then black and brown folks can actually own dispensaries, that's when I, I'll I'll make my mind up whether it, because you know legalizing marijuana is, is is first and foremost important, but also making sure that that there's equity in it. And I and as it stands right now. Um, the uh, Board of Health, I believe, is actually doing a pretty good job trying to actually flush out a real program out of the out of the language that 207, I mean, uh, 203 had to make sure that it's an equitable program. So I'm I'm following it very closely. I was neither I'm one of these guys who was neither here nor there. I was just like, as long as we get legalized, we we're we're we're, we're, we're pretty good. So, uh, Bree, like, do do you have any? Do you have any? Uh, plans for the near future right it seems like the universe is starting to all come together for you over there and it seems like it might be worth you know one more shot at the crown for something so is is that is that something that's in your, your near future before we let you go yeah definitely been thinking about uh, a lot of different options um questioning possibly thinking about running for congress again um watching closely what um congressman greg stanton is doing in cd9 doesn't support medicare for all let's see what he but he comes out of the gate um, with this new Congress, what bills he supports. Um, he's 
definitely somebody I'm paying attention to. And I'm also looking at maybe potentially running for the state legislature. So one of those two things um, I plan to, to make a run for uh, and bring the voice of the people um, into the United States government. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Uh, ben, do you have anything else for Bree? Um, no, I actually, <laughs> when I was listening, I said, amen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, Bri Brianna uh, Westbrook, thank you for joining Clickbaity Political Thirst Trap tonight. We really appreciate you stopping by and, and rocking and rolling with us. Uh, uh, do me a favor. How can folks contact you? Maybe give us uh, what you're working on and we can rock and roll from there. Um, just follow me on Twitter, um, B Westbrook AZA. Um, also on uh, on Facebook. Um, hit me up on either one of those channels. I'm very interactive with my followers, so if you got questions or something, um, drop a reply and I'll get back to you. Hey, sounds good. Thank you for thank you for coming on. We have had uh, we'll talk, we'll talk soon, Bree. We have we have had uh, Brianna Westbrook out of Arizona, a very a champion, an advocate, one of the one of the dopest human beings that I've met. Right, and um, I, I wanted to actually bring her on just to sort of get an in depth analysis of what the hell is going on with cinema. Mm, just what is going on with cinema? Right, I need to find somebody in West Virginia here soon. So all my West Virginia people who follow politics locally, y'all need to tell me what everybody's saying about uh about old mansion up there in your state right now because that's something that i that's something that i want to uh actually hear about um Mondale, do you um matter of fact what time is it it's 9 10 let's let's go ahead and take a quick break real quick and uh hop back on it hey Yo, yo, yo. Um, rest in peace, man, to Casey. Rest in peace to Blake. Man, that's a lot of black men brain power that are committed to our community. Gone from the world. Young men, young boys, young, young brothers. Uh, one of them took his life. And the other one, uh, healthy, solid soldier, had a seizure and then died from a heart attack. Mm. Young brothers in Georgia, man. Um, but when you live in right, man, the world the world looks out for your family. His family threw up a um, a GoFundMe. Casey's family threw up a GoFundMe. They they raised almost twenty thousand dollars for that brother's funeral. Mm. Um, and in you know less than a week. And it's, it's, it's a testament to, they had a balloon release and talked to his his sister, his big sister, who she calls her, herself his, her little, his little sister because he was her uh, mentor. Casey, 
Marcus, you know, Casey, y'all walked yeah. in two spaces together. Yeah. Um, this is why this is why I wasn't on last night, y'all. I just needed to go get way too drunk. Just not think about life. Um, but the the boom he had his his sister did a balloon release for her brother. Um, more than two hundred people showed up to let go balloons, and they didn't just come from Georgia, bro. People jumped on the plane from Missouri, North Carolina, Maryland, Texas, all over, just to come and say, you know, this brother touched my life. So, uh, gotta be sure to tell somebody uh, that you that you love and respect, and you're proud of. Tell them tell them right now before. Uh, before they're gone and, and you got to release a balloon and you didn't get to say it to them. Hey, bro, real talk, though. I can't say a lot, but love and respect both of y'all to the highest degree. Right. <clears throat> Same. I love you too, Ben. I love you too, Mondell. I love y'all both. Yeah, and I'm going to say, like, last, last night. Because I, I know you, you did an emotional thing last night, but hold on one second. Ben, your yeah. voice is your instrument. Are you damaging your instrument right now by being on the show? I think I am. Man. I think you are. I mean, like well, that scratch is not that's your body trying to tell you to stop yeah that's all right tell, tell the people good night bro and get some rest and definitely rest that too bro all right man appreciate you yeah get your ass out of here <laughs> little scratchy voice ass nigga oh, scratchy go voice fucking up click baby political thirst trap at nighttime go ahead go ahead marcus with your with your mouth with your voice now nah, i just talked about last night um you know uh the guy you know just talked about it last night and uh yeah. yeah it's um i know man you know blake was blake was someone who i considered a mentee right and you yeah. know what i mean like you know like again just the, the last time we talked it was all about all right i want to learn how to do what you do you know what i mean and uh you know it's um that's but i mean shout out to taraji henson uh roger p henson roger p henson uh shout out to her because i i like the fact that she's actually going out of her way to have conversations about black mental health uh and using her platform and she actually has a, she has a foundation yeah i know and she actually has like just some of these amazing conversations about black men and their mental health which is, yeah. which is elevated at a high level uh and she's bringing on the right and she's bringing on the right people right let me so, just let me go ahead and say this right now uh that's not rehearsed that's just marcus um knowing what's going on in our community know who's uh looking out for our community i know people say that might seem rehearsed that's tam's first cousin so that's not rehearsed I didn't oh tell yeah marcus I, forgot, that. I forgot that i, I forgot didn't tell that. marcus to say that so anybody I, we ain't capping marcus feels that way so yeah no nah, no nah, she's legit like that's legit yeah like that sister doing that stuff and and it's on my facebook like i stopped like here's my thing i have kind of nullified myself to like famous people talking to each other like you know what i mean like the like the red table with 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 jada i love and appreciate her work but i'm not going to stop and do a whole anything about that like i'm not gonna watch it but when when she talks about mental health it's like er, let's spend the rest of, let's spend the rest of the day talking about that so you know i i, I watch it watch her shit all the time man y'all making a lot of folks a mentee just by watching this show really appreciate the love clickbaity thirst trap thank you quattro thank you thank you so much yeah we appreciate, appreciate that. that i mean uh uh somebody said those dmv women are real shout out to shout out to the uh, dmv and if you all don't know for everybody that's not from dc baltimore maryland area uh dmv is not people that work 
for the driver's license. <laughs> DMV is, the, is what is this area that is the area that people call this space right here. So, uh, it's, it's <laughs> people really think that shit. And listen, in in all defense, when I when I first got up here so many years ago, 15, 20 years ago, I literally thought DM, when people are like, "Yo, you from the DMV or did you just move?" And I'm like. You trying to be fun? I got a driver's license. Why would I be from the DMV? And they were like, no, man. We're talking about the DC, Virginia, Maryland area. I'm like, all right, cool. Nah, I ain't from here. Nah, you know, I you're right. When but I let's was, talk about when I was go here, brother, because you was talking about some real stuff. Yeah, when I was homeless, I just that's when I learned when I was homeless. Some people were like, You work for, you, you from the DMV, and I was like, I don't even have a house. How you think I can? <laughs> uh no, nah, man. Uh black mental health. Um mm. The, the 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 stigma the stigma black in our men. community the stigma mm -hmm. stigma within black men the stigma within black our black community the stigma within our black relationships right yeah. like i'm gonna talk i'm gonna touch on that real quick i'm gonna touch on something different because we always what we do what i always hear about is individualized stigma right what I always hear about is individualized stigma between like what a black man is going through or what a black woman is going through, what like black trans, this, that, and the other. But one thing that we don't talk about enough, even in this space, is couples therapy. Hmm. And I say that because I went through a divorce. And I don't, uh, to this day, I always think that there wasn't enough couples therapy. And I watched so many people who in the black community because there's a lot of pain that we're taking back there's a lot of pain that we take there's a lot of pain that black women take there's a lot of pain that black men take and when we talk to each other it's sometimes unless you have a healthy relationship and a lot of people have a healthy relationship it don't realize that that don't have a healthy relationship don't realize that all they got to do is tweak a couple of conversational pieces about how they approach each other and respect each other's spaces and all of a sudden they'll have a great relationship um people don't appreciate spending time because um this society makes it so easy for folks to just say it's time to let it go now don't get me wrong there is a proper time to let it go but there's not enough therapy within the black community when it comes down to couples relationships and and if you think about the trauma that black people suffer on a day on a on a daily basis if you think about the, the the trauma that you have to deal with the last thing you want to do is come home and then release and both of you guys are releasing that energy at the same time right uh and um and there's a stigma in our community for stay at home anything anymore stay at home mom that's lazy stay at home dad that's lazy like so if one person's making the bread we don't even have communication anymore about how we can split the responsibilities of a household whether male or female and people can't handle that and then and then you go get hood therapy and what i mean by hood therapy is you go and you talk to your boys or you go and talk to your girl or you go and talk to your sisters or you go and talk to everybody else who has an opinion but has a vested opinion in what you're doing not a vested opinion in what your relationship is that's right. that's big, big facts. So I also think I think it's a, it's a, it's a, I mean, if your relationship is weak, you better not bring your family in it, um, because you, you're gonna you're gonna make people end up hating people that it's not necessary. You can wait till you're sure, and there's some footing in your relationship before you bring people in it. It's just it's a bad idea to bring your loved ones into your relationship premature. 
or, or too early anyway. So I, I, I agree with that 100%, Marcus. I also think, um, but but I think as important as couple, uh, as important as couple relationships is, uh, a broke a broke part of the unit can't be a part of a healthy unit. So I, I mean, I, I'm an advocate, a fierce advocate for, you know, people doing, you know, self, like self work before they jump into couples uh, therapy, because what you might learn in, in your individual therapy is that you shouldn't be a part of a couple anyway. Cause right. you, you know, you, you know what I'm saying? So, so I, I absolutely, I absolutely believe that. I want to, I want to say something to Tariq was like, listen, Baltimore is not a part of the DMV. If you ask brothers from, from this is, I'm just gonna be a buck with you now. Brothers from Southeast DC, 7th and 8th Ward, they would tell you ain't no such thing as DMV. It's DC, it's Maryland, it's Virginia. That's they it. say we, we ain't alike. <laughs> so, I mean, we can we can get into that. What city is the cutoff? I'm just telling you, there's some some hood brothers in DC that they ain't ain't no DMV. That's for outside folks. Yeah, I got I actually I actually saw somebody in an argument get mad in DC about a PG go-go band. Yeah. Like yeah. what y'all you're not allowed to have and this is PG. This is like you know, the line is like right <laughs> like and if you're not nuanced in, in DC, you don't really know the difference between DC and PG. You're just driving, but they know. Oh, they know. <laughs> now um I, I wanted to touch on what you just said, man, because back uh, back to back to self-therapy and kind of healing your healing yourself, right? Um, it can be it can be a both and, but I wanted to make sure I added right. on a very right. yeah. Right. It can be a both and. You can go to two therapy sessions at one time and figure out because you learn, right? Um, you 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 learn, and and my advice is to like always have a different therapist, right? One that's not dealing with you personally, and one that's dealing with the you know you personally, like. But here's another thing that I want to say: hurt people can't help people. Mm. I, I'm not a I'm not a therapist, I'm not a psychologist, but I know that hurt people cannot help people. So, if you have someone, if you are going through a rocky time with your spouse or your boyfriend, and the first person you run to is someone who just went through a bad breakup, or has had a string of bad incidents happen to them recently, you're not getting clear-headed advice. You're talking to a broke person and this broke person is going to end up telling you to take out the things that they wanted to do with their broken relationships on your spouse. So y'all got to chill out with that because, and that's why sometimes I can't front and my friends will tell you this. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to have nothing to do with this. Especially when I was going through my divorce, I was like, nah, mm -mm. I don't want to talk about your relationship right now because I'm going to give you some bad advice. Like, yeah, go ahead and have sex with them. Just, just do it. <laughs> let me, let me and Speaking of bad advice, um, infinite content, you, you, your family sounds as dysfunctional as mine in his chat right now. Uh, my man said he was quarantined. Marcus, you horrible with the damn with the comments. That's why you can't do this no more. I'm taking it back. Um, fight me, but but if the content said he his brother found out he was quarantined for uh for COVID and then they start called him and started uh roasting him. Damn, like that's that's even I wouldn't do that. Well, Jesus Christ, but, I mean, that's that's some that's some uh, y'all need to go seek therapy, bro. Yeah, Marcus, and someone someone's talking about uh, the mental health should be a part of the medical. Uh, it has to be. I mean, like at Black Man Voter Project, like we, we're starting this. We instituted this thing that mandatory, uh, mental, like mandatory counseling sessions. So, yeah. Yep. 
And uh, I like I like that, Tam. Uh, except for you give it to me all the time. That's a whole other story, though. Um, but yeah, Marcus, go ahead before I get my ass in trouble. Nah, I mean that's, it's good. Uh, listen, listen. Tam just gave Tam just gave some of the strongest advice ever. Right, that's important. She learned to stop giving it relationship advice. Listen, and that's it. It's okay to shut the hell up. Now, listen. If you see something toxic, because I have a friend. We have, as a matter of fact, um, Mondale, we have a mutual friend, and I'm not going to put his name out there, but we have a mutual friend. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's went through relationship troubles, but he hopped out of his relationship with one person and then just literally don't fuck. By the way, guys, don't don't fuck your way into new relationships. Like try try to be friends with somebody. You know, you dig what I'm saying, but don't get good sex mixed up with a with with a relationship and take some time for yourself right but we told him hey man slow down <laughs> slow, slow down right we we see we see some things that you don't see <laughs> no it's not jason johnson why y'all gotta be like that the crowd started guessing immediately man oh, yeah jason <laughs> jesus no no it's not jason no, no. I had a conversation about I had a conversation about Jason last night, and then I got some people upset with me. He was like, "We can, I hate that nigga. We can agree to disagree. He a fucking liar. <laughs> hate Jason. Uh, it is what it is. But I mean, you're a liar. That's why it's clickbaity political thirst trap. So right. that's my last thing on relationships, man. Like you know, there are some dangerous situations. If you know that your your friend or your brother or sister is about to go into a relationship with somebody who legitimately has a history of abusing people, yeah, 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 to, yeah, 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 you yeah, need exactly. to have that conversation. But like, yeah. if you know that the person that your brother is getting into a relationship with somebody who is promiscuous, maybe that person changed. Maybe you should shut the fuck up, Doctor Claw. I am reading the comments. I, I gotta I gotta disagree with you, Roller Dragon. Um. To sex shouldn't be a sport. You shouldn't look at sex as a sport and, and not an emotion. I think that's that's that might be the wrong way of thinking it. And it it sets uh that's that's a dangerous way to look at it, especially uh that could become for, abusive for women. Yeah, exactly. That that's abusive. Abusive. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know, bro. I think that one uh yeah, I don't know about that one, bro. Not to call you out, um, because you got that weird ass picture, and I can just go in on that if I wanted to. I just fundamentally disagree with that that statement, I think. And fix your fix your damn picture, man. That's just, just weird. Fucking weirdo. But sometimes the yams relieves the pain. Nah. Some of us just love drama. No, the Mondale, no, nah, man. There are some people who are just fucking addicted to drama, right? No, no, I, I agree. There's some people that are addicted to drama, but those people too are broken. Yeah, oh yeah, I, I didn't. I mean, but shit, most of society's broken, bro. Especially during COVID, and everybody's fucking broken in some kind All right, of I'm not way. about to do what y'all y'all. This is going, this is this is about to be ratchet as shit. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's clockwork orange i mean listen no a lot of people are broken right now and and if we keep it if we keep it a thousand and we keep it a buck right the the way that the way that people are, are, are approaching relate i mean what it's like the highest divorce rate in history happened in the past seven months wow really yeah the highest divorce rate in american history happened in the past seven months because you know why Motherfuckers been at home and they've been forced to be married. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers realize they don't like the person they 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 had they they had a wedding with. The wedding pictures were beautiful, but the wedding, the but the marriage that came behind it was horrible. Yeah, I mean, do you do you know a person that is this this consistently like has to have some kind of drama? Because I got somebody like that in my life where 
it's like, I mean, you know, you you're like you like they they'll break up with somebody, and it's and they're living their whole life. They're they're it's beautiful, right? They're 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 loving their life, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, it's like they go on a date and no one can satisfy them. <laughs> Yo, go here, Marcus. I'm listening. Yeah, no, you know, no one can satisfy them. No one could. Right. No one could actually make this person happy and shit like that, right? So sometimes I guess y'all, and also let's level set. People are human beings, man. I think there's a, I think there's a facade. I think there's a facade where where people want what they see on television and not deal with what they see in real life, right? And I can't front. I think I get caught up in that shit all the time, right? And not just and not have tough conversations about like you think it's supposed to go that way, and as soon as it doesn't, you turn into a hot goddamn mess. But I mean, look, you know, (laughs) what's wrong with y'all, man? Man, listen, Saint Peter said, "Uh, what's the leftist dating app?" And all I could think about was busborn poets. (laughs) 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 Hey, if you in DMV, busborn poets (laughs) stop. Ain't nobody no damn books that long. That mean you too big, bro. Y'all going on dates. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I think uh, I think I think it's necessary. But there are some people who literally Marcus uh don't do the like unpacking of their past relationships and just move right into them like relationship relationships. And I'm like, I I I know I know dude who's got like you know four. He's our age with like three or four relationships his whole life. But it's not because he was, um, you know not doing relationships is because he was in long-term relationships. Like one would end a week later. He was in another long-term relationship. I'm like, mate, you know how much, how much life you just gave away. Do you know how much life you just gave? Man, I, I can't, I, I, I spent so much time being single. Go ahead, Marcus. Nah, I mean, no, I want, I, I, I know <laughs> I'm your friend. <laughs> I know, and, and I mean, well, shit, man. I, you know what? One thing that I'll give you is that you tell the truth. Yeah, like, uh, like, See, like, that's what I appreciate that you were there when I when people be like, because some people be like, because what they hear is they hear somebody outside of the story, and they be like, oh, that motherfucker is this, this, and this. Like, but well, nah, but he said up front, he told your ass initially. Yeah, like, I mean, if and that's fellas. Okay, now I'm not saying this is what you're supposed to do, but. Let me give y'all an out real quick. Because I don't do it myself, but Mondale's a master at it, but I don't do it myself, right? Um, just tell the fucking truth. And I'm talking about with the relationships, right? Like, the truth will set your ass free. I recently found out that, boy, the more you, the more you tell the truth, the easier your life will fucking be. Just tell the truth, right? And, and, take, and take the consequences as they come. Shout out to... Um, What's, what was the name of the movie, the Will Smith movie he played with his son, where they were at? They that, were on, uh, oh, um, they were on the planet after Earth. Was it? Was that? Was the name of it? Oh, what was it? Was when they were on the spaceship and they had weird ass accents and stuff like that. Oh, I didn't see that one. I thought you were talking about the one Gemini Man. I ain't, you talking about something new? No, I'm talking about something old. I'll think of it. I'll think of okay. it in a second. After Earth was the name of the movie, and it was with Jade, Jaden, and Will. They both. Oh, played. really? Yeah, they both had it. I mean, people gave it a bad movie review. It was kind of dope to me, hey, sci-fi, and you know what I mean. But I mean, that's why maybe I like I don't a bunch work. of I like a bunch of bad 
movies that the world say are bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let them yeah. tell you Breakfast at Tiffany is one of the best movies ever. And I I absolutely disagree with that. <laughs> so, you mean you sat around and watched that motherfucking movie? A couple times. Uh, nah, I tried. It was just like, <laughs> ain't no ain't no boom boom. <laughs> Hey, when it comes to hey, when it comes to movies, Mondale, I need pow pow, boom boom. I, I, <laughs> guy. Why are y'all doing so much goddamn talking? Man, no, they, I, they, I, <laughs> they, we have an active chat. Well, that's the part of clickbait that I love so much, man. Like, tell tell, tell let's let's tell our people uh, how many viewers we got, how many likes we got, what's going on, where we are. Yeah. Where, oh, where no, are. we got to get our likes up. Uh, we are at uh, we are five hundred and forty three people watching us. Um, shout out to across all, all platforms across all platforms. Right y'all on Facebook ain't shared our shit. Yeah, on YouTube little, ain't call y'all cousins. That's a little low. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how what what we did to upset y'all, but but y'all need to go ahead and like. There's two people on. I need to. All right, listen. Wait a minute. I, wait a minute. I, Je Jessica Carter just texted me said I'm not watching the chat because she said at the Earth was dope ass movie. I missed that. Um. I'm sorry, Joe. Jessica Carter is the mother of my goddaughter and also the cousin of Fannie Lou Hamer and also a dope-ass black lawyer, attorney, uh, activist, and also leader of an organization. She is everything. What up, sis? Thanks hey, for tuning in. Shout out, man. Keep doing that work, sis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it, and listen, she I, in Mississippi. Yes, and she in Mississippi. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to give up a little secret. I I, I have watched a very, a, a very classically like non non action adventure comedy male driven movie that I fucking love to death, and the name of let that guess, movie. Let me guess. Let me guess. Go ahead. You ready? All right. I bet you watched Notebook and loved it. Nah, I love nah, that. I'm, I, Notebook was a good movie, but like I, I I didn't love it. I was just like, that's a good movie, right? Um, but I can see I can see the appeal for some people. Like it was a very well written story. Amelie. It's a European movie called Amelie. It's a French movie. You can't, and you can't, every single, you, it's, it's no word in English. It's, you have to know either French or read the subtitles, but it's probably one of the greatest movies uh, ever, ever, um, ever created. So that's your homework. If you haven't seen the movie Amelie, go see the movie because Marcus told you to go watch a soft ass movie. Marcus. Why is there someone in our chat named Mean Grumpy? I hate you for that. Whoa, who? Where? I need to find where's Mean Grumpy. Mean Grumpy just said, um, pretty pretty woman was the movie. That, came out. <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious. Hey, mean Grumpy, is that the face you make when you're taking a mean grumpy? Yeah, <laughs> that is hilarious. Y'all are too much. Um, man, we, we were light on news tonight. What's up? Uh, well, we relied on news because, you know, there's I just, so much other stuff going on. And that's what happens over here sometimes. We are a black, we are a black po political show that sometimes just is a black show. That's right. That's right. And, and a safe space for black men thought. Hey, man, you got an energy behind you. You know, that's dope. You know, and is it the kind of splits in half? No, no, no. It's the kind of books. It's one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was the joint that split. Split in half, man. All you yeah. need is a black Black Panther straw chair, and and shit, your house is all seventy pimped out. My now, nah, my house, my house is my house is. You know, you know me. I'm I'm a little. You know, I'll take the I'll take the I'll take them on a tour one day. Not right now. <laughs> I'm on that. 
Yo, yeah. Got to make sure the FBI ain't watching where they're going to hide the bug. That, that's, well, I'm, they they hide, they hid the bug in my microphone. Let me check. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's right there. Let me check this. Let me check this shit out right here. So, I mean, there's a couple of things going on. There's a couple of things that we got to well, watch. Go ahead. I want to tell you, I was going to say about your the vaccine, bro. Uh, did you see what's going on with the South African strand? Yes. The vaccine is like damn near no good at all with the South African strand of COVID. And that's getting scary. And they were saying, because there's so many different variants. And the way the South African man is, uh, I mean, strand is apparently, I guess it's like, even more uh contagious that's fucking horrible when we're trying to figure out if you need two masks or everybody needs to walk around in the n95 i'm gonna tell you right now walking around in the n95 for hours on hours on hours is hard bro it's hard for real i i mean like i i literally feel myself breathing and it's like damn i thought i you know i didn't know i was that bad so yeah i'm, I'm about to invest in some kind of steel mask like the like the like the man in the book the iron mask they have the uh they have the all over face joints now like they, but but um uh the ones that look like little um what you would wear when you go out of space they call them oh, really yeah they call them environmental mask i got one coming to me right now even though i saw uh, on the advertisement for the same product i saw some i saw some super super woke can't say oh look at this privileged motherfucker with his own environment <laughs> <laughs> you know hey, right now right now we need we literally need our own environment everybody does man yeah if uh, i mean uh, the the strains the, the first off everything that come out of africa is a little bit more dangerous but that's what they want you to think, right? The, the African, what was what was those bees? They never made it over. I, I guess they made a wrong turn, like Christopher Columbus. Oh, the, the African killer, the killer yeah, bees, the, or something. the Africanized killer bees. No, they made yeah. it. They 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 made it. They made it. They made it. They made it to. They made it. They made it to Arizona. They made it. They made it to like Colorado. But let me tell you. But they ain't kill nobody. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's what I have. What else? What else was? What else was killer that was from Africa? Uh, um, everything. I mean, I everything. mean, you know, here's here's the what was killer was math and science. Like mm. The, mm. The, the white people from Europe took our math and science and weaponized it and made boom boom sticks. You know, what I'm talking boom about boom sticks. Yep. No, I'm serious. I mean, uh, uh, you know what always, and Mondale, you're the historian, so this is something that always gets me. We could talk. We could talk about this, uh, and may maybe even end on this because this is going to be deep. I know what I'm. What I'm gonna ask is deep. I understand there was already intercontinental enslavement of people mm, in Africa, God. right? I understand that, right? But what I, in the Black History Month, brother? Go yeah, ahead. I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready, bro. The next time they're gonna see us is gonna be Black History Month. Ain't know it's tomorrow night too. So, but my thing is this, right? We had our own intercontinental sort of enslavement, but it was for periods of time, and it ended up ended up creating whole new communities. And I'm not sitting there saying enslavement in any way is correct, but because it's not right. But Europeanized colonialized enslavement of black people i always wondered how it like started I, I know 
I know the Portuguese and the Dutch were the first ones to kind of go down into Africa and start creating relationships with folks, right? But I mean, how did that, like, how did these first conversations about, yeah, let's let's give let's get these humans on this boat and take them to? They went to Europe first, and then they went to, uh, and then they went to the Americas at, at the beginning, if I'm correct, right? Uh so. So you're asking a powerful question, and I think you're you're limiting it, and you shouldn't because it's a powerful ass question. I so, am, but we only got so much time. I mean, that oh, question, that's true. That's true. That's, 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 true. A, that's a like that's, that's a, like a, a two page question, right? There. It actually is, <laughs> right? Like Tam said, well, five hundred words ain't nothing for you. <laughs> so, all right, but let let because what because really what the real problem, Marcus. Uh, and, and this is where I think where, what you were trying to say and how it got lost or it can easily get lost. And say Marcus said slavery from Africans were good because it created new communities. But the reason you had that 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 uneasiness in saying that is because we're talking about language. Right. Language is, 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 a, is a motherfucker when it's limited. This is why we think the Bible tells us to love our enemies. We forget that our language, the English language is so limiting that they call anything slavery. That that re, that re, that refers to, in 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 uh, like servitude, and and I'm not saying that there was no slavery in in Africa, but there's never been in the history of niggerdom, never never ever ever in the history of people, where was the slavery based on race before white folk went to Africa. So the other things were like two tribes at war. You would catch people. You still didn't own those people's kids. You you see what I'm saying? Right. You didn't own those people's kids. And then those people that were they're caught, they work for you. Those people, I'm not, I'm never gonna say that slavery or any any type of oppression is acceptable. But to, but to say that what happened in Africa and in, in Arab country is the same that happened here is ridiculous, right? So America's slavery is fucking unique in that it's based on race. And let me tell you something else in how it else it was fucking unique. Never in the history of people that that poor people have the right to own people. And own them and their kids forever. So it, it was it was it was families that could feed people or families that had work for people that that had other people. You understand what I'm saying? Right. These motherfuckers over here use people to make themselves rich. That shit is a whole different type of exploitation. It's so fucking disgusting. So disgusting. And um, here's what I'm going to say. The short ver This is the short version. Uh, we don't celebrate any type of oppression. This is why when people be like, oh, there was a black queen. She she had, in, in Africa, she had a powerful army. And when the white people wouldn't give her a seat, she snapped her fingers and a black one of her black servants came and kneeled over and she sat on their back. We don't celebrate that shit either. You know what I'm saying? That's oppression of a person. We're talking about, what we're talking about though is scale matters. We're talking, it's the, it's the equivalent to us making a decision to support Democrat, white Democrats versus Republicans. They're, they're, they are two fucked up group of folk, uh, these, you know what I'm saying, these neoliberals and these conservatives. But to say that these neoliberals are these fascists is wrong. So to say that what was going on in Africa is equivalent to what was going on in America is bullshit, especially when we know negotiating was not even. Like, right? Negotiating wasn't even. So what, what motherfuckers forget is, I tell people all the time, think about this. Who the fuck... Who the fuck had that conversation where you said, I'm going to take these people and send them and send them all the way to another continent? How can you explain that 
to these people what's about to happen to these people that are giving you. You know what I'm saying? You're right. Are people who don't have that concept, how, how can you tell me, I'm going to take them over here, it's going to be a long, fucked up trip across the water for a few weeks, buckled and tied to people that don't speak their language, sitting the fuck down. It's disgusting, right? Uh, so, you know, man, it's, it's a long thing. Go ahead, bro. You know, no, I was just, I was just thinking and like, look at our marks, like, folks don't, folks might think we were in the, at, you know, the, the bottom of these ships, knowing each other, knowing who each other, other was. We were, we were looking at in other enslaved people the same way we were looking at white people. Who are these people? Who are all of these people? Who are all of these people? What the fuck is going on? Yeah. Who are, who are all of these people? And, and I mean, you know, cause I bring that up because reparations that's it i bring it up because i'm always thinking about reparations i'm yeah. always think, i'm always thinking about what would the marcus version if there was a marcus version because it probably wouldn't be a marcus version if it wasn't for enslavement i have to admit that but that means that america organically created my black ass say that i say am that. more american than european people america is ours fact america is ours because my ancestors weren't from the same tribe but they met each other and created my lineage on both sides y'all gotta think about that for a second that was the we were the we were the black teapot we were the black mixing pot that everybody likes to talk talk about all the time y'all forced us to mix took away our religion i know that like i know that somewhere around 60 to 70 percent of all enslaved people that came over here were islamic or close to it, right? Uh, and, and then you know, and then they got us believing that Muslim countries are are, are terrorists. Now, Muslim countries are your home. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I literally, yeah, man, I, I literally, um, yeah, we're gonna we, we should have a slow on. We should have a a show about like, like about slavery, just slavery. Yeah, and, and 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 like how much shit that we deal with on a daily basis we interact with is a result of slavery, American slavery. We should really do that. Well, I mean, I mean, to, to the point where it's a detriment to America. Americans, Americans almost lost the World War until they decided that they were going to implement black forces. Right? The French didn't care. The French had us flying planes. Did y'all know that America? The French. Had us flying planes in World War One and World War Two, right? America wouldn't even let us fly planes, guys. So it's a it's a very it's a very interesting um, it's a very interesting dynamic. Um, and yo, listen before because what that's is a it? powerful statement right there. Jesus Christ, is that real? <laughs> it says a. Do you see this? Yeah, population of Nigeria, one million. COVID deaths are under two thousand. Really? Wow. Wow. Well, I, I never thought you know. There's no such thing. Harry, Harry, sister Harry, are you in Nigeria right now? Please respond. Please respond with that. Yeah, if if you're in, <laughs> I like that fucking shade. She was like USA question mark question mark UK question mark question mark. mark. Got damn right. Don't tell us we third world. I, I mean, it, so it's 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 just like when you say Oriental, like when you when you you're using that flat language, you're you're trying to say you're, you're talking about it uh, in the in the context of Americans. So ain't no fucking third world. These I grew up in third world, Enfield, North Carolina, right here in this fucking. So absolutely not, Africa is not third world. 
everything that's going on in Africa is a direct result of Westernization, right? Uh, all, all of these Western fucking countries and how they raped and pillaged that fucking continent and then just walked away. And people forget African nations just got their fucking freedom in the 60s from the same motherfuckers that, that held us and that enslaved us over here. And, and, and fucking Charles de Gaulle was so disgusted when he left all the French countries when he was forced to fucking leave. The motherfucker burned people's birth certificate. All the all the all the infrastructure was fucked up. They burned fucked up buildings, cop car, everything. They tore all that shit up. So you left it, you left it right for strong men. So for the last 40, 50 years, all the strong men that you see in charge of Africa in the fucking places is a direct result of how they left. They knew that. They killed all the infrastructure. People didn't even know what the fuck their name was and born when they were born and shit. Fuck them. Yeah, you take away our history. You think you take away our pride, but I mean, it's just there's so much science that we can find. But that is, I mean, that's the way that's the way they do it. Like you burn it to get rid of records, right? The Library of Alexandria, like that's the first, that's the first example of them killing. Who the hell knows was that what was in that library, right? Like we still don't even know how the the pyramids were really built, really, hmm. right? Like. Hmm. You know, and and even though that's always like the touching point on what we do know and what we don't know, those those pyramids are on axes that people of that time should not have had access to when it comes down to the to the elevation of education and knowledge that mankind has right now. They were aligning pyramids to the stars without a radio signal, man. Man, <laughs> without GPS, you know Man. what I'm talking about. <laughs> so I mean, you know, we know that we know that algebra came from Africa. Uh, we know that um, modern building techniques came from Africa. We know that uh, the descendants of Africa uh, created life-saving techniques that keep your heart pumping when uh, when you have a heart attack. And and it's and it's amazing the contributions that Africa and African Americans right have done for society for us to actually have to damn near beg and plead just to get recognition as um as like equal citizens right uh and and I only think about it because we look at we look at we look at lifetimes in my opinion we look at lifetimes mm -hmm. lifetimes right. when. My grandparents, who I'm blessed to have, still have alive, when they were young, there were people. They were marching with signs that says "Equity Now" and "I Am a Man," and we still having the same goddamn conversation, man. So, Mondell, you know, I'm going back to you, man. Like I got, I can't front, man. Like one thing you do on this show is you give a good understanding of optimism. You got to be optimistic. And and it gets tingles in my spine sometimes thinking about optimism and the possibility of a good world. Right. I think about that and I think to myself, man, this we could live in a good society if everything was if everything was equal. So I'm hoping for the best out of this administration. I am. I am. I can't because they have the they have the power right now. Right. They, they have mm -hmm. it. But, you know, um, I just want to see it put in put into effect right indeed um, yeah in, in a good in a good way like to like today i wish the administration had a, treated this robin hood thing differently you dig what i'm saying like yeah. Yeah. like 
and I saw the White House's statement and it was like, yeah, another department talked about that. Right. When y'all know it's wrong, but y'all have so many corporate ties to y'all that y'all know better than to actually just say what's right and what's wrong. Right. It took a public campaign on Twitter and on Reddit for Robin Hood to even say, OK, well, you know what? We're going to start letting y'all trade again. And that should have came from the government. Like the government should have been like, wait, wait pause. Y'all can't do that. Yeah. Some real shit. So uh, let me say something real quick, brother. Cat, yeah, Cat B. Cat B, we are thankful you're watching us from Canada. But I cannot let you uh, rewrite history like that. Every country in uh, the Americas had slave slavery, including Canada. Um, it was it was smaller than what was going on in Mexico and the United States. But er every country in North America, all three of them participated in the, the transatlantic slave trade, including Canada. So you can't do that because you, what happens is when you do that, you absolutely discount uh, so many people's lived experience in Canada and their struggle and what they went through to make it uh, to make it plain and to be alive so let's not let's not do that I, I, we are grateful that you're here but canada too uh, had slavery and, and if you don't believe me why would the british have to outlaw it in 1833 if it wasn't a thing more hey let's go to mexico i know y'all think uh afro chicanos is some kind of la creation <laughs> no afro chicanos afro chicano people they are 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 literally a, a group of black Mexicans, black and indigenous people, black and black people and as Aztec descent people that created their own nation and lived on the coastlines of Mexico for years. Why? Because Mexico had slavery. Mm -hmm. Don't get yep. it confused. We were we were a hot commodity for a hot. We still are a hot commodity. It's called the NFL, NBA, yeah, baseball. Yeah, right. <laughs> Both of y'all are veterans, right? What are your thoughts on the white nationalism and racism in the military? I know J6 seems like a century ago. January mm. 6th. Mm. It, 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 actually, if you think about January 6th in, in terms of what's going on in 2021. It was a year ago. Uh, listen, 2021, every Wednesday, some craziness popped off, right? We had this. We had them on J6. We had an inauguration. We... we it's been a bunch, and then we also had this thing that just happened yesterday with uh GameStop. So Wednesday might be the day for uh 2021. What I think about racism and nationalism in, in my in military, I don't think there's a difference between nationalism and racism. The idea of nationalism is that you are superior to other nations. This 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 is this is the root of racism. You are superior because what's American is inherently white. What's inherently white is what uh this country fighting for all the time. So nationalism and racism is as much as a uh, part of the military as it is every every other aspect in American uh, society. More so in the military because it's those motherfuckers who think they have an obligation to go die for the white superior nation, which is the United States in their mind. My thoughts on her are, hell yeah, there's uh, racism in the military. Um, I, I just I just recall uh, sloppier uh uh sloppier hm uh hr threes and uh and hn threes getting getting rank above me and becoming a, a third class petty officer before me 
because not because they did a better job than me. Right. Um, not because they, you know, they iron their clothes and they showed up the colors is for the simple fact that like, I remember sometimes just my vernacular, not saying that I didn't say sir or ma'am or all the words that you're supposed to use in the military. It was just that some people had a problem with my vernacular at that point, which the military taught me code switching. I didn't have to code switch ever in my life until really I was in the military, right? Like having to code switch. And what I mean by that is I went to Rickards High School in FAMU. I went to black schools in high school. Then I left there and went to FAMU. You don't have to code switch at FAMU. You can graduate. You can graduate with a country ass accent. Look at, uh, look at, <laughs> yeah, you could, hey, uh, 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 what's your boy name? Um, Ben Crump. Ben Crump right. got a country ass accent. He's a rattler. He got right. a country ass accent. Like, and he's, you can't argue that he's one of the most intelligent lawyers on the planet. Right. So, so it was the military that taught me how to coach with because I started realizing that these white folks are very, un my white leadership. And the funny part about it is, whenever I had black leadership, I get a promotion. And whenever I had white leadership, I was stalled. Until I went to a different duty station. Hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, and that that affects your pockets. Right. So. Listen, you know, sexism, fascism, nationalism, rape culture, that all that stuff is in the military, but all that stuff is ingrained in America. The military, nothing but a microcosm of what America is. That's all. That's well, absolutely confused. Like they're That's uh, all it is. For, uh, across the street, infinite content. Fam, you high across the street from the pharmacy school up from the hill from SBI. That's right, infinite. You know too much shit about fam, you bro. Infinite, infinite content. Know a lot of shit about everything. <laughs> Damn man, what you Straight like that? Straight like that. You know what I mean? Shout um, out to East St. Louis. Uh, thank you, Marcus. I will educate myself better on this. I am aware of indigenous history. I will take your words and have a look within. That is why I am here. Well, that yeah, is why so, we're here also. Yeah. And and can't be that was that was that was the other black guy that was Monday that was talking to you. That's about right. Canada, about Canada, but it's all good. It's the other black guy. <laughs> <laughs> we're glad you're here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hence the name infinite content, perhaps. Well, as long now, as who, you who is this old ghetto girl with him go to with a grill and and why she gotta be so angry? Why she, who is this? That girl look that girl look like a little John track. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that lipstick is popping though. That's what I'm talking I would, about. I would kiss her. Oh. Damn. Okay. So all right. Yeah, One minute, Mark. Marcus, yeah. where, where can they find you at, bro? Um, uh, Marcus for America on Instagram, Twitter. Uh Marcus Farrell on Facebook, MarcusFarrell.com. I'm updating my site here shortly. Man, hold on, pause. I need to see some two, five dollar super chats. You know, I'm gonna do this every night. Y'all come Take on, down Tariq Muhammad. He's laughing. No, I, I gotta get your ass. I gotta get your ass my out other, of control. My, my other, my other black guy. Oh, he went to fam. You infinite. Ah, there you go. There you go. I'll take that. I'll take that. Uh, you can find me at um. You can find me also on um. The morning trap and just make sure that you like and and and, and subscribe to, to this channel right here on wherever you are uh in the, in the planet we do this every night it's fun uh bringing different people on having different conversations i enjoy it 
um uh and we have each other's we have each other's back because here's the thing when they go away i want them to be here when i, I I'll, I'll be here when i go away i want them to be here because we need to make sure that y'all you guys are engaged with some kind of not just content but the black experience on a nightly basis so thanks for having me mondell Yo, um, Mundell Robinson on all social media platforms. Shout out to Kim, Kimberly Carter. I saw you in the chat. Um, we are we are out here, y'all. Um, you can find Black Man Voter Project everywhere, doing everything. Um, we are thankful for you all tuning in every night and growing this community. Uh, this is what I'm telling you all. Yeah, this is our way forward. So prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. That's what's up. Uh, we'll catch you guys tomorrow night or in the morning for... Uh, the Trap Squad. Uh, peace out. Hold on, hold on, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Goku, I, I, I think you, I think you want to get roasted. Is that what it is? You ain't, you ain't been roasted in a couple of days, looking like a whole pack of toilet paper. Bring your ass here. Say one more to come in. Oh, we got your real picture too now, bro. Oh yeah, you, you, you look like that dog you was holding. It was like a mirror picture. Like which one of them is the human? Look at him. Put your real picture up, Goku, so the so the people on YouTube can see how rotund you are, looking like a whole basket of biscuits. Okay? <laughs> just saying, I'm just messing with you, Goku. We love you. We love you. We, yeah, here, we had to get one. We had to get one good roast in. Uh, y'all have a good one. We'll rock and roll. We'll rock and roll with y'all sometime soon. No, Don't forget, to tomorrow is the Friday show. That's seven thirty, not eight thirty. Seven thirty, not eight thirty. Tell you, tell your high cousins to start at six thirty so they can be on time. You did. Hey, 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 share this and tweet something. If you're on Twitter, share it, tweet something, say something about it. Talk to y'all later. <laughs>